and thanks for joining us for the latest Marketing Week Explores podcast. I'm Lucy Tesseris and I'm the Features Editor at Marketing Week and I'm joined today by senior writer Charlotte Rogers. Our main focus this month has been innovation. We've been looking at it from two angles. Firstly, looking at where marketers get inspiration from to ensure they innovate for tomorrow um, so they can stay ahead of the hype curve and ahead of disruption but also how brands can foster a culture of innovation to ensure their teams are constantly on the lookout for new ideas, while also ensuring new ideas have enough room to be developed and grow. Charlotte, you've been looking more closely at all of this. So what are some of the key lessons you've gathered? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the actual kind of key messages that was coming out of um, when I was speaking to people for this piece was the idea about kind of not being afraid um, to collaborate with other people and actually to embrace co-creation. Um, mm. The fear of failure often means that brands refuse to open up and collaborate on innovation. That's the opinion of Dr. Raman Kress, who is the chief digital officer at German FMCG giant Henkel and co-founder of Henkel X. He says that people are usually too afraid to fail and therefore they're secretive. And this is the thinking behind Henkel X, which is an innovation ecosystem that was launched in February 2018. A coalition um, aimed at tackling innovation challenges. It comprises 180 mentors from venture capital, entrepreneurs and the C-suite, um, as well as global industry leaders in sectors as diverse as pharmaceuticals, um, automotive, fashion, FMCG and retail. Um, and these kind of partners collaborate on different innovation challenges and because they're working together, they can often reach an answer within say six to eight weeks. They also run a programme called Henkel X Show and Tell, which is a series of events that bring together the mentors, the businesses and startups. The startups pitch about their latest concept um, and the mentors then talk about kind of challenges within the market. If the startups have an approach uh, that can help solve a problem that the wider Henkel X ecosystem is working on, then the partners pay for the team to work on a proof of concept study uh, and then move towards developing a minimum viable product. To date, there have been 15 show and tells globally, uh, 150 startups typically apply to take part every month. Um, and in the first year alone, 23 startups pitched, out of whom 18 had their proof of concept study funded and seven signed long-term contracts with Henkel. And I think the big point that, um, that Dr. Kress was making is that actually when large corporates work with uh, startups, typically they don't treat them, or often they don't treat them with the highest respect. Um, they can often be seen as kind of using them for as a cheap resource for ideas. Um, and he says that this is disrespectful and demeaning, which is why Henkel treats them like they are a large technology company. Brilliant. And I suppose yeah, that, that's a massively important point, isn't it? That they're, in order to get the best ideas, in order to get people um, kind of working on things and kind of thinking ahead, you, you, can't, you can't kind of take advantage of people. If you're going to be kind yeah, of definitely. using or kind of developing ideas kind of in, in collaboration with um, kind of different, um, different sources, different people um, from outside of the organisation, you need to make sure that that you're kind of giving them the respect that they deserve in order to, to do that. Yeah, 100%. And what, what were some of the um, the frameworks that kind of really stood out or were there any kind of examples of how brands are approaching things um, differently? Yeah, definitely. So Just Eat have a process where they think about the levels of innovation. Um, so the Just Eat product director, Storm Fagan, she talks about um, kind of the way that there are sh- the short-term innovations. So teams might be looking at things from a three to six-month 
um, out, but they also might be looking at um, wider, more complex challenges. And this is where the long form discovery team comes in. Their job is to unpick these ambiguous challenges and decipher where the real opportunities lie. So um, actually Just Eat has built two frameworks for innovation. The first one is called the jobs to be done framework. And that looks outside the food space to understand what people are trying to achieve with their lives. And this whole um, concept of the opportunity cost so Just Eat found that, you know, the time taken to cook um, versus what the time people want to put into going to the gym or watching a film. So the play, the part that Just Eat can play in that. Um, the second framework is the outcome driven innovation framework, which grades those jobs and those opportunities um, that is captured by the first framework um, and based on the ones that are least served by the market. And this helps the team work out where the biggest opportunities lie for the future. And then they work on a kind of agnostic plan of how to go about um, realising these opportunities. Both really, really interesting kind of ways of, of working there, quite different. Um, th so the, the other aspect that we were looking at was um, kind of teams and culture and how you how you get the most from your teams and how you give them enough room to kind of to be able to develop ideas and to grow those those concepts that they're coming up with. Um, just wondered kind of what, um, what, what you found from your discussions on that area. I think a big uh, topic that came out of this discussion was the idea that innovation should not be some ivory tower um, and should not be elitist. You know, it's not the preserve of just a handful of people and um, to kind of work on innovation. Uh, at Henkel X, actually, they developed an app where every Henkel employee is kept up to date with what's going on within Henkel X. So they have a news feed of content that tells them the topics that are, are being discussed, the upcoming events, what startups they're working with. Um, and it also features an AI-powered like ideas jar where employees can drop in an idea. And then these are automatically grouped via AI um, with similar ideas from elsewhere in the organisation. Another company that has this kind of uh, democratised approach to innovation is Montezuma's Chocolates. So Debbie Epstein, who is the marketing director at Montezuma, she talks about the fact that new product development should be in everyone's job description. Um, it should be inclusive and it should not be the exclusive pursuit of a small number of people. Her company has a core MPD team, which includes marketing, purchasing, manufacturing, uh, the internal designer, and the sales teams and retail managers are brought into the process early on to ensure that all bases are covered. Um, when a new idea is in discussion, an email then goes out to the wider team, which includes the founders, Helen and Simon Pattinson. And Epstein says that the important thing is that all ideas are approached with positivity. So the idea that this then encourages people to come forward and they don't feel like they're going to be shot down. Um, she remembers kind of being sat in innovation meetings where you put forward an idea and someone says, oh, no, that's not possible. We can't do it because X, Y and Z. And actually, she thinks that it should be um, that someone puts forward an idea and people go, OK, we've never done it like that before. Let's give it a try. Interesting. And does that encourage then um, people from other parts of the business that perhaps where innovation isn't kind of their core purpose or their, their core role in the business to suggest their ideas as well? Yeah, absolutely. Epstein has said that um, she loves it when people from the shop floor or the manufacturing floor come in um, with ideas. And I think it's that idea of uh, the positivity and the fact that, that every idea is welcome, that people feel comfortable, even if it's something a bit different, it's something they've seen from their perspective, which isn't maybe what everyone sees at headquarters. That actually, um, it's, a, it's a fresh idea and they feel comfortable coming forward. Hmm. It's often perhaps as well where the the different ideas come from because if you've always got um, the, the same kind of type of people working on innovation you're going to come up with the same ideas but if you're opening the net a little wider um, then hopefully you'll be getting different ideas and, and different ways of, of disrupting um, things going forward. Yeah I think that's 100% true. Brilliant. 
Well, lots to uh, think about there, lots of fantastic insight as always. Um, for even more, go to marketingweek.com where you'll find a number of articles and case studies on innovation. Um, it will also give you a chance to check out our new look website. So do head to marketingweek.com. That's it from us this month. If you've liked what you've heard, um, you can subscribe to our podcast, which is on iTunes and SoundCloud, where you can also find episodes of our other podcast, Marketing Week Meets.